passing on the road. I got some memories to grow. Welcome to Travelers on Fire, an adventure travel podcast that will provide you inspiring travel stories from experts around the world and helps you getting ready for your next adventure. I'm your host, Hannah Full, and I hope you enjoy the show. Hello to all our listeners from Morocco this time. So yeah, I just finished all my exams for the semester and I now have semester breaks. That's why I'm back with Nadim in his van and we're now in Morocco and are making our way slowly up towards Europe. And right now we're actually at a beautiful spot close to a small village called Tafetna. And since we met so many nice people already again, we thought it's time to record a new episode about the kindness of people. Yeah, so for me it's clear. It doesn't matter on what kind of trip I am, it's always the people that I meet on the road that makes or breaks the journey. And after having traveled a lot, I realized that I just love it to go to places that are quite remote and are sometimes labeled as dangerous by many Western media, and then to discover the kindness and generosity of the people living in these places. So Hannah, what do you say about this? Yeah, after having traveled a lot, I also realized that the best about traveling is meeting people And I always get surprised by their kindness over and over again. It's just so nice to reveal all these misconceptions that we get from watching the news, which are mostly bad news and which give an impression of a broken down, dangerous world full of many bad people. It's just incredible how many amazing people are living on this planet. And this counts for absolutely every country and continent. And I don't know what it is, but when traveling on a bicycle... I received an incredible amount of kindness, even more than when traveling as a backpacker. Other cyclists say as well that the bicycle has a kind of magic wire or something. Yeah, it's true. I received an amazing amount of hospitality on the motorbike and also currently in my van. But nothing beats the kindness you receive when you're traveling by bicycle. That's why in this episode we're going to reveal one of our most special stories of the kindness we received on our bicycle trip. So yeah, I remember we were somewhere in the middle of New Zealand and it was slowly getting dark. It was a bit of a rainy day and since it was about to get evening, we were looking for a spot to pitch our tent. And we were somewhere in the outskirts of a village and we're looking for a good spot already for quite a long time. And then we finally saw this river with quite some bush next to it. So we pushed our bike through a bushy area and we were checking for a straight spot. Because you know it's always important that the spot for the tent is straight. Because it's very annoying to not lay straight when you sleep. But yeah, it's just not so easy to find a straight good spot where the tent would fit if it's very bushy. And yeah, since we were pretty tired from the many kilometers of cycling, we just hoped to find quickly a place where we could pitch our tent. Then we finally found a good spot. But we quickly had to check if there would be any dorns or sharp things in the grass. Because we know from experience that when you lay your air mattress in the thorny area, it can just completely destroy the air mattress and that's not what you want. This happened to us one night in America and it was pretty bad because after a long day cycling, we just completely destroyed our air mattresses. So we now always check if there are any sharp doors in the grass. And at this place, luckily there were no dorns, so it was just perfect. But in the distance, there was this fisherman. 
So we decided to ask the fishermen if it's okay if we would camp there. Because we always like it to get the approval of at least one person, even if the spot where we want to camp is not their land, just because it feels kind of good and safe to have the approval of someone who knows the area. So I left Nadim and the bikes behind and I stumbled over all the big stones towards the fisherman. Yeah, we realized on this journey that it's just better if Hannah asks for the approval as she is a woman and just quicker gets a yes than myself. But yeah, that's the world we live in and I just have to accept that fact. Well, that's probably true though because in America we often asked to camp on someone's land and it was just better if I asked. <laughs> so yeah, the fisherman saw me already coming and was watching. Hey there, I shouted with a big smile. So yeah, first rule, always smile when you ask someone a favor. So he was waving back from the distance and when I finally reached him, we started a conversation. It was quite funny since he was half German, half Dutch and was born in South Africa and I'm German, Nadim is Dutch and we met in South Africa. So we had a very good click from the beginning And after a while, I asked him the question I actually came for. So, do you think it's okay if we pitch our tent over there? Then he warned me and said it's a poor and dangerous area and people might steal our things and that we should rather sleep in a hostel. Then I thanked him and I said that we would just look for another spot since the hostels are super expensive in New Zealand and on a one-year journey, we can't afford that. And then he asked me how much a hostel costs. So I answered that they are easily 30 New Zealand dollars per person for a dormitory. And he couldn't believe this. This is way too much. What do they think? He answered, shocked. So I thanked him and said that it's no problem and that we will find something else, but that I need to leave now since it's getting dark soon. So I just shouted, enjoy your day and see you, while I was jumping back over the stones to Nadim. So when Anna arrived back, she told me that the fisherman said it's dangerous to camp here. But yeah, after having wild camped quite a lot in New Zealand, I thought this place is just fine to pitch our tent for one night since we were quite hidden. But after his advice, we were still a bit unsure to camp here or not. But I was also super tired, so I really did not feel like moving anymore, so I wanted to stay. And since we have good luck for our bicycles, it's quite hard to steal them. But then, while we were continued discussing if we should stay or leave, the fisherman suddenly appeared behind the bush. And then he asked me how much it would cost to stay in a hostel for one night. So I gave the same answer as Hannah. It's around 30 New Zealand dollars per night per person. And at that point, I was just a bit confused why he would ask me the question again. But I continued and said, it's no problem. We will find a place somewhere. We can just camp. It's no problem. But then the fisherman pointed out quite seriously, but you shouldn't stay here. It's not safe. And then I repeated myself again. I say, you know, we understand. It's fine. We're just going to look for another spot, maybe just a bit further away from the village. Then the fisherman suddenly said, You know what? We were both looking at him. I'm going to pay your night in the hostel. Both of us were like, no, 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 definitely not. It's really no problem. We're going to find a spot. No worries. But then he said, No, I insist. If this would be my daughter, I also hope that someone would do this for her. I want to support what you're doing because it's great that you decide to take off on a journey like this with little money in your pockets. So we still tried to convince him that we really do not need that money and that it's totally fine for us and that we're used to camping and so on. 
And then it even started to rain. So the fisherman said, No, it's okay. You two listen now. I insist. I decide what I do with my money and I know it will come back to me somehow. I totally believe you're used to camping, but I know how good it is to have a bed after many nights in the wild. So you guys come with me to my car now. So at that point, we were shocked and astonished at the same time. And we followed him, not believing what just happened. And of course, we haven't slept in a real bed since weeks. And only the thought of a comfy mattress while it was raining outside sounded incredibly nice. And then we stopped at his car and the fisherman asked again. So how much is the hostel again? 25 New Zealand dollars, we answered this time. We really didn't want him to give us so much money. All right, okay. He mumbled while he was looking for his wallet. Here you go. He said while he was handing us hundred dollars. No, this is way too much, we answered. It's $25 per person. Yeah, and these hundred dollars are for you. Take it now. We were still undecided if we should take such an amount of money. It was just so much money, $100. But at the same time, we felt that this guy really insisted and wanted to give us the money out of generosity or something. So at a certain point, we just accepted the money and we were speechless. Then we continued chatting for a while and we took some pictures and thanked him many times. And we sent him a friendship request on Facebook and told him that we would send him pictures of us in our comfy beds. Yeah, and at that point we just rode away with our bicycles. We couldn't believe what just had happened. And I remember that we were screaming and laughing tears out of joy and happiness. First, because we couldn't wait to get a bed after many cold and rainy nights in the wild. And second, because the world had sent us again such an amazing and kind person. So yeah, when we arrived in the hostel, we took videos and pictures from us in our comfy beds that we wanted to send to the fishermen on Facebook. But the funny thing is that he never accepted our friend request. And we were asking ourselves many times why. But yeah. Who knows what had happened to him afterwards. Or if he simply only wanted to do something good without any contact afterwards anymore. Or maybe he's just also never on Facebook. We don't know and we will never know. But what we know is what goes around comes around. And after having met all these generous people and after having received so many gifts, we just can't wait to give all this generosity back. You know, this is also one of the reasons why we decided to start this podcast. Because we hope by sharing our stories that we can encourage people to explore this amazing planet full of beautiful and kind people. And at this point, we can assure you that if you maybe did lose some faith in humanity, traveling is a way to bring this back. Yeah, so this is already the end of the episode. And as you might have noticed, we tried to include personal advice into stories because we think it's nicer to listen to a story instead of plain advice. Do you remember when we said that we were looking for a straight spot to camp since it's not nice to sleep not straight or that we were always checking for dorns or sharp things on the ground before pitching the tent there? 
And yeah, we just included it in the story instead of making an own episode about what to pay attention for when camping, for example. But yeah, we're really keen to hear your opinion as well. So please let us know what you think of this episode through Instagram or our website, travelersonfire.com. Just a highway.